The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock. The Pirates take a knee, and the Pirates walk out of Boca Raton with a win tonight. 22-7, the final score. Mike Houston, a little pep in the step in the post-game handshake line tonight. Yes, sir. As he uh, shakes Tom Herman's hand, and East Carolina will get their first FBS win of the year, their first conference win of the year, their first road win of the year. You say some Chandler uh, could be some first tonight, I believe. Uh, oh, there was a lot of first for this East Carolina football team that picks up to win. Malcolm Gray's on TV. Got to get fired. Nobody will come after Malcolm tonight. <laughs> uh, we should be in a good mood. We should be happy, and uh, we'll take your calls. 317-1250. U.S. Sailor, fifth quarter call-in show. We got some wings over Greenville to eat. We'll take a break, do that, and come back with your calls after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, everything's better when you're winning. Harry Carey once said that. Uh, he said the beer tastes better. I'm going to say the wings taste even better at Wings Over Greenville tonight. 758 Wing. Got the boneless traditional tater tots and waffle fries in the back. And uh, a good omen, Jason. They brought the honey mustard. That was a good omen for you and for the Pirates tonight. We've got to keep those honey mustards coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody fired up after a Pirate victory. Shirley Rhodes here taking your calls. We got Joey on the video. Sean, a seat at the big boy desk yes. for the fifth quarter. And it's weird being in studio uh, when the Pirates are on the road. Welcome. Good so, to see you here. And it's great to be here after a win. And I hope uh, we get a few calls tonight regarding basketball after the Pirates go to 2-0. Yes. You were there earlier today. Absolutely. How about a Pirate basketball win and a football win on this Saturday? Love it. Uh, we are live on Pirate Radio on the website, and you can check us out on Facebook Live and YouTube. Drop us a like, a subscribe, and uh, give us a call at 317-1250 or hang out in the chat. All right, we have lines locked and loaded. Brad, Jack, Drew, hang on. We'll start in Cam- uh, with Cameron in Goldsboro. Hey, Cameron. Hello, is this Ikea? I'd like to buy a new recliner, please. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I, had to, I had to do that, but great. It's good to have a win. I mean, I get it. It's only our second win this season, but just the way our defense played today, guys, they played great all year, and they deserved uh, an opportunity to have a, have a big win over an FBS team. And uh, thankfully, because of Andrew Conrad, my goodness, that is one of the best special teams field goal kicking performances I've ever seen. Five field goals, all of them above 40 yards. Just unreal, man. Like, shoot, who knows? If our offensive game plan was just every instead of trying to get touchdowns, just get to the 40-yard line and kick a field goal every time, maybe we'd have more than two wins. But I'm proud of the guys, proud of this defense. Um, we needed a win. Uh, the fan base needed a win. I mean, I know it doesn't really necessarily change the narrative of the season, but I'm glad to see a win on the calendar against an FBS team. And hopefully we can use it to build on it these next two games and going into the next the, into next year when we have a new offensive coordinator and a new offensive system in place. But proud of the guys, proud of the win. 
Uh, proud of ECU basketball. I was there uh, today. I want to challenge the fans. Come out and support this ECU basketball team because they are they're some dogs, man. I have not seen I have not seen a, a, a physical, strong, big ECU basketball team like this ba- ECU basketball team. So, anyways, proud of the Pirates. Got the W. Come out and support uh, ECU basketball the rest of the season, and hopefully we can win these next two games to get four wins um, and kind of build off that. But anyways, as always, go Pirates. All right. Thank you, Cameron, for getting us started tonight on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Uh, Yeah, I'm happy for the the team, the guys as well. Jason, uh, I'm sure you as a former player coach, too, knows what those guys are feeling in that locker room right now. And uh, they've been putting in the work, hadn't been getting the results they wanted. So happy for those guys tonight. Yeah, they've they've been close. We've been in a lot of ball games here this year and just couldn't quite finish it for whatever reason. And and I get it, you know, especially with the defense they've played. They've butt off all year so it's been it's been good to see how those guys have played and and tonight uh we were able to finish the deal so i I know they're happy and relieved and we'll have a great sunday tomorrow i think tomorrow they get their victory uh dinner so that'll be good for those guys and um, move on to the next opponent all right uh chandler i have not cross-referenced this or double-checked but johnny stats is usually pretty good at stats right right yes johnny robertson on on facebook to consider he said this is the first time since december 5th 2009 that pirates football and basketball had wins on the same day on the same day i don't even seem right 2009 has been that long since you've got to go back 14 years man all right uh i'll we'll, take, we'll it. take it yeah yes sir <laughs> all right drew is up next in Asheville. hey drew hey guys um i'm happy for y'all to be enjoying the positive fifth quarter call-in show um just uh, watching games like I do, um, you know, the offense is still nonchalant, I guess you could say. But um, one thing I take out of this season is we need to figure out a way to keep Blake Harrell. Um, I think the majority of the starters, um, we got a good amount coming back for next year. Um, it would just be very frustrating and disappointing if we lose him and end up keeping um, Donnie as the OC. That would just not uh, sit with me well. Um, I think the team, you know, defensively is just playing very well. Uh, Lampley, Johnson, the defensive line, you got Revel. Um, even without um, having Tegan Wilk on the back end, um, I mean, I think they were coming in averaging like 440 yards a game, which kind of scared me a little bit. But to see them just keep going and going and going and fighting and fighting is really good. Um, and then as far as Cameron talking about people getting out to see the uh, men's basketball team, I also uh, kind of watched a little bit of the women's game on ESPN Plus the other night, and they are just attacking and just going at it. And I saw uh, Coach McNeil kind of post something on Twitter about fans getting out and watching that team. So let's just support uh, the program um, as we all do, as all Pirates, and um, appreciate all you guys do, and have a good night. Go Pirates. 
Thank you, Drew. Uh, yeah, a lot of positivity going on at Menchie's Coliseum, especially uh, with the women's program. Kim McNeil coming off a tournament appearance and putting up 105 points the other night in Menchie's. So let's go uh, support them and certainly Mike Schwartz's guys as well. 12, uh, 12 Pirates were able to score the other night for the women's basketball team. That's pretty impressive. 317-1250. We roll on at the Pirate Radio live line here on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Jack is in Greene County. Hey, Jack. Hey brothers, what's up? And Shirley, my sister. <laughs> um, it's a uh, you know it's it's obviously a good night. We're we're celebrating everything like you said. It's positive. It's like Christmas Day or Thanksgiving where we're all enjoying something that's coming. Um, and we're well past do that. And and shout out, of course, as you mentioned, to the basketball team. It's great to have a lot of positivity going on here in Greenville um, because we, we need it. We need it. We're well past it. Um, I think that there's a rush to judgment, and I've been a part of that this season. Let's let's we're approaching the close. Let's see how we finish up. Let's see how we finish up and and make decisions from there. We also have this awesome basketball team starting, and we also have an incredible baseball team and softball team coming. And when I say basketball, I mean both men and women uh, coming. But but let's focus on the football for tonight. Hey, it's a win. It's a win, guys. Um, so, you know, we just we take a breath and we go, hey, th- this was great, you know, and, and it is. It's an ECU win, celebration. Um. I, I think that uh, that Troy needs to be notified that whatever you did, Clip, to uh, be punished with having to listen to the rest of us call in and complain, uh, you've you've fulfilled your sentence, and and maybe you can pass that on. <laughs> but you know, look, we're, we're headed towards we're headed towards positive corners. I think you know. Let, let's see where we go you know, from here. I just basically want to thank you guys for having us and, and, and entertaining, enduring, and tolerating, moreover, those of us here. And Hey, it's a positive day, so it's a good day for you guys, easier night to survive, and it's a good day for us as fans. So thanks, guys. We love you. Just appreciate you letting us do this. And that's pretty much it. Go Pirates. Uh, Jack, thank you for your words, man. Appreciate it. That was that, very nice. That's why I got Chandler here tonight. I am easing him into taking <laughs> over on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. The torch is aflame. You just had to pass it to me. I'll keep doing the pregame, but uh, Chandler, you're taking over next year. Congratulations, man. Man, breaking news. Big honor for you. All right, we go to Brad next in Atlantic Beach. What's up, Brad? Hey, Clip. What's up, buddy? Uh, just we've all been down on our Pirates but defense wins games along with special teams and slightly better offense, slightly. Uh, I knew they could put it together, five sacks. That was awesome. Uh, it was nice to hear uh, David Horn say five straight sacks to give back, you know, this time around. Uh, nice road win. They felt comfortable there because they won there last year. I guess Jenny was a good luck charm sending her down there. Um Pirates uh, beat Navy and, and Tulsa. Go ECU basketball, women's and men's. Um, they uh, just just great, great, great day to be a pirate and uh, great for the guys. Um, 
just a shout out to the Jaguars, the former Central, their fall sports, all six sports teams made the playoffs. I don't think that's ever been done before. And another shout out to all the veterans out there listening today. Thank you for your service. And guys, thanks for all you do. Brad, great call. Got a lot in there and a little bit of time, and that is how you do it here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Well done, Brad and A.B. All right, uh, we're going to take a break here in a moment. Thomas and Jack hanging on. Guys, we got uh, Georgia and Ole Miss. Boy, Ole Miss went right down the field and scored. Pushed them in the mouth. Now Georgia trying to answer here. They are knocking on the door, but it is 7-0 Rebs right now. Um Let's see, did, did Florida State close out Miami? Yes. Okay, and did Washington close out Utah? I'm not sure on that. All right, I'll check that one. Uh, some interesting scores today and some good games coming up tonight. We'll keep you up to date on all that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. Uh, speaking of the Buccaneer Music Hall presented by the Buck, uh, Washington did win 35-28 over Utah. So number four and number five were tested, passed their test, now number one being tested. Georgia, uh, but they're going to have it first and goal here and try to tie it up. More to go, more of your calls. Richard, Jack, and Thomas, hang on. We'll get to you when we return after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. Before we talk about games that are going on right now, let's run down some finals from earlier today. Arizona was able to rally and beat Colorado 34-31. It was Memphis surviving Charlotte 44-38 in overtime. NC State got a win over Wake Forest in Winston-Salem 26-6. It was Kansas State beating up on Baylor 59-25. Uh, Florida State uh, survived Miami 27-20. It was Purdue over Minnesota 49-30. UCF just spanked Oklahoma State 45-3 was that final. Syracuse got a win over Pittsburgh 28-13. Missouri beat Tennessee 36-7. And uh, Navy got a win over UAB today 31-6. And Washington beat Utah, as we mentioned earlier, 35 35- to 28 and Iowa shut out Rutgers 22 to nothing and that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck they have all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered every Sunday you can kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4k screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss a single game and they'll have mimosa specials a Bloody Mary menu pizza all day from Pizza Hut top flight security with this guy next to me and don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock score every Sunday at the Buck now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show here's Clip Brock alright back with you on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show wings over Greenville that's who you need to call after you call us and they will deliver right to your door the great boneless wings the tenders they call them the traditional wings tater tots waffle fries uh dropped off a great spread here to the pirate radio studios so we are enjoying that as we watch Ole miss georgia and follow all the action tonight another score 
77-63. R.J. Felton making sure the fans get free tacos with some free throws. He had 30 points today, 11 rebounds, and the Pirates' 14-point win over Campbell. Career high for R.J. Felton. Congratulations to him. Absolutely. Great game for him. The same week, Jason, that his brother committed to play basketball at ECU. Wow. Got another Felton. Love the pipeline. That's a good, good little family affair right there man. yes sir feeling good all right justin richard and jack need y'all to hang on because we're going to go to thomas in raleigh hello thomas hey how you doing man just uh wanted to call in long time listener really appreciate what y'all do especially with uh giving free therapy to ccu fans but uh calling heading back to raleigh with my two-year-old margo got to enjoy the Pirates get a win at 2 o'clock today in basketball. Um, just like y'all said, Felton, unbelievable today, baller. Glad to have his brother coming. But uh, it was also good to listen to the game on the ride home and cheer on the Pirates, make a little pit stop in Wilson, eat some barbecue, and watch on ESPN+. And, uh, Margo, you want to tell them ours? Say ours! We appreciate everything y'all do and uh, look forward to the Pirates to keep getting some wins and uh, keeping things up the next uh, two games. See if we can finish out a little bit stronger for the year. Y'all have a good evening. All right, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Margo, for the call tonight. Heading to Raleigh, witnessed some Pirate hoops and called a Pirate uh, football victory from here in the state of North Carolina. Speaking of North, did you see uh, Brandon Johnson's shoes? I did not pay I retweeted it. Check out those babies. Right. They look good. Uh, let's go to Jack in Wilmington. Hey, Jack. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, <clears throat> good to see the Pirate win tonight. Uh, I went to East Carolina during the Sonny Randall days, and uh, I was in Raleigh at that famous Peach Bowl when we came behind in Beach State. But... Uh, I just want to say that uh, Mike Houston is a great guy. And if I had a high school kid graduating from high school and was going to play football, that's who I'd want to play for. Go Pirates. All right, Jack. Thank you for the call. And, uh, yeah, you've. Uh, I tell you what, we mentioned it. I think Weaver said it. You said it, Jason. Uh, we have been suffering some losses. The offense has been pitiful. But uh, one thing you can say, these guys are playing for Mike Houston, and that's the sign of him having the locker room, having respect, I would think. And uh, it showed up today. He's, and we talked about it pregame too, right? These kids seem like they are locked in. Donnie Kirkpatrick said, uh, you, you might think I'm lying, but everybody here is upbeat and ready to go and trying to get a win, and just so glad it finally paid off today. No, it was. It was good. Good to see that. And uh, like we said, pregame and really throughout the week, you know, they, those guys have been playing hard. There hasn't been any question about how hard these guys have been playing. And uh, they came out today. They played hard and uh, put it all out there on the line. And we were able to find a way to get a win. I mean, that's what it just that's what it takes. Just find a way to get a win. And tonight we were able um, to finally get that done. And a way to win tonight, sack the quarterback, kick some field goals, and we got our one offensive touchdown. We did. We, we hit yeah. that and then said, all right, it's up to the defense. In the first quarter. Now. Exactly. <laughs> in the first the quarter. script. We got the lead. <laughs> all right, uh, Richard, you are up in Tampa. What's up, Richard? Hey, hey. This, uh, as y'all said, a great day, great night. I did not know it was 14 years since the last time EC basketball and football is one the same day, so didn't know it was that special, but obviously a special day. Um, but football, so 
when it comes to us now, what, two wins on the season, we have Navy coming up, then Tulsa, us winning one of those games seems somewhat likely, especially with the defense playing so high as it is right now. And we all know, at least I imagine, Donnie would still be gone at the end of the year. Blake Harrell, we had to retain him. Siobhan Revel, great pro prospect, got to throw some NIL towards his way. A few other players. I wish B.J. Davis had another year of eligibility because he's a potential pro. But we have Danko coming in also, probably starting. So uh, we still have a lot to look forward to in the coming year because, what, number one recruiting class in American Conference, ECU has. And all it takes is just having a competent offense and quarterback play. And, you know, we can be back to bowl eligibility next year. So um, probably Pirate, Houston, definitely, you know, with one thing of this team, they've always had the effort, continue to have the effort and the heart. And that will at least give him one more year to make up for this year. Um, so credit to Houston on that and credit to the team. And um, I'm definitely proud to be a Pirate. And I uh, just want to hear y'all's thoughts on that. So I appreciate everything y'all do. Yeah, Richard. Uh, well said. And as Justin says, uh, offense is still pitiful. Well, I mean, it's, it, yeah. it ain't pretty. Uh, looking at the UBE stat sheet tonight, Alex Flynn, 18 of 30, 156 yards interception. Just not good passing numbers at all pirates did run for 79 yards as a team so we are looking at once again yeah way less than 300 yards less than 250 yards of offense but they got the win and uh, i was gonna say what's that the uh, phrase that skip Hulse used to say it may be an ugly baby but it's our baby yeah you gotta that's the very one yep he mentioned some guys like B.J. Davis and uh, Siobhan Revel, and I'm not saying that we have been bad with this all year, but it's something I noticed tonight. Open field tackling was awesome tonight with the, with the defense. I thought that we did a great job of, uh, you know, avoiding broken tackles and getting getting guys down for Florida Atlantic and, and, and avoiding some big yardage plays that we've seen in the past couple of games, especially against UTSA. So uh, shout out to the defense. Uh, Fred, there's a reference. Uh, what was it? Brian Bailey said stats are numbers that mean something, something like that. Uh, we'll have stats to find are a that. number that you, uh, are <laughs> st- statistically, uh, well, stats, well, of course, uh, is a statistic you can look at. <laughs> it's a statistic you can look at. The stats, of course, are a statistic you can look at. Hey, well said, Brian Bailey. That's why he's a legend, Jay Nick. Uh, all right, we go to Justin in New Bern. What's up, Justin? Quill. Yeah, what? Uh, I don't usually call in when we lose because, uh, you know, what am I going to say? You know, if, if we listen to the fifth quarter calls, we fire three coaches a year. But I'm here when we win because I want to shout out these boys. This, I, I, there's been a whole lot better teams in East Carolina history, obviously. But I'm so proud of these boys because they could have easily rolled over. They could have rolled over weeks ago. Listen to some of the callers on this show, they should have rolled over weeks ago. But they came and they fought today. And they embody what East Carolina is about. We don't educate a lot of trust fund babies and lawyers and deep-pocketed people. We educate nurses and teachers and small business owners, people that got to get up and go to work every single day. And that's what this football team has done. Now, you can say what you want about Mike Houston, but they are playing for him. And I'm so proud of this team, the way they come and the way they fight. And next week, we owe one to Navy because they beat us last year when we were a much better team and we gave it away. And there's been a lot of times when Navy has beat us when we were the better team. But doggone it, these boys are going up there next week to Annapolis, and we're coming back with a victory because this team is a lot better than their record, and we're going to beat Navy, and we're going to have a three-win football team. Yeah! 
this this has got to be this has got to be the same Justin from last year that said he was going to slap every cougar on that mountain, and we went and slapped every single cougar on that mountain. Is this the same Justin? Yes, that I, tells me it is. Yeah, it is. Justin has never steered us wrong before. He said we were going to slap every cougar on that mountain out in Provo. He wow. says next week we go to Navy, get the win. Put it in. Don't care what the line is. Pirates money line. Take it. Justin hath spoketh. All right. 317-1250. Brian and Ryan. Uh, you want to go to Ryan? All right. Ryan's up in Charlotte. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Yeah, that was a uh, great win tonight. Just have to take the results when we get them in these tough years. I think this honestly is the result that keeps Houston in the job for uh, next season and we have two winnable games uh with navy and tulsa to end off the year and uh, it just seemed like it was a more spirited display from uh everyone tonight that just happy with the results and it's hard gold hard to complain with the uh, uh game sorry there was a person here who shouted purple at me you gotta say you gold. gotta say gold, gold. yeah no problem absolutely but appreciate everything you guys do go pirates all right. Thank you, Ryan, in Charlotte. 317-1250. Let's get a break in. David says, I pray we win next week. Working for the Navy. I need some bragging rights. All right. Let's win it for David. Today, uh, we'll we'll know week. if David prayed then. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. Enjoy some wings over Greenville. Boy, that Ole Miss 7 nothing lead did not last long. It is 14-7 Georgia, just like that. On the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Uh, speaking of Dubuck, Dubuck eyes are wearing some funky gray uniforms, and it is Harrison getting in the end zone as he always does. Marvin Jr. scores. They are up early on Michigan State. 317-1250. Back to go. Back with more. Back to go doesn't make any sense. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right. Shirley Rhodes, Joey, Chon, and Jason Nichols here. I am Clip Brock talking about an ECU victory tonight, 22-7, on the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. Pirate Radio live line is open. We got a couple lines open. And we are enjoying some wings over Greenville while we watch some Saturday night football. Edden, hang on. Let's go to Brian in Raleigh. Hello, Brian. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call uh, on a uh, positive uh, pirate win tonight. So I appreciate, uh, appreciate that and enjoying that. Did did want to, uh, you know, again, shout out to the defense. I know everyone said it. The defense won the game tonight. Um, I, I think if you we look at things, uh, you know, offensively, we still got a long way to go. We still saw... Um, you know, we still saw drop passes. The quarterback hit you in the hands. I mean, Flynn made a great throw to the outside to Johnson to Johnson on the long pass where he dropped the ball. Uh, we had the the play right at the start of halftime where we run the ball right into the middle of the field, and then on second down, we throw the ball in the slant play, and it's right there, and it hits the kid in the hands and bounces right off of him for an incomplete pass, and then. You know, Hatfield almost gave the game, you know, gave the game, you, you hate to say it, but he almost gave the game away. If that's a touchdown at the start of the second half and we go down 14 to 13, I don't know if we have the same outcome. 
uh, you know, the, the offense was just functional enough and just got enough breaks tonight to, to hang in there and get it done. And I am appreciative and grateful uh, for, for that and the, and the work those guys did to, to get that done. But I think we'd rather try to fix things with a win then fix things while we're losing. So you know, I, I you know, I don't, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but we continue to see some of the same things from the offense. Uh, you know, got to get those things fixed if you want to have sustained victory. But I think one of the biggest things tonight was the time of possession. The offense was on the field enough to give the defense a break and give those guys enough time so they didn't get gassed at the end of the game. And I think that was one of the biggest differences for them coming out and finishing this thing off tonight in that once they got up by two scores, and Conrad was great, five field goals, didn't miss one as he's missed in previous games, got them up two scores, then the defense could pin their ears back a little bit and go after these guys and be aggressive. And and I really think that was a key difference in finishing this thing off. So kudos to the defense. The, the defense got themselves a win, you know, short, short games, short fields. Um, I mean, we didn't, we only had one drive over 50 yards and we got, a, we got a field goal out of it. So it, it was just barely enough. Uh, hopefully we can see the offense continue to grow and continue to make strides and the defense continue to play well. But, you know, Jason might be interesting to hear your thoughts on, you know, still seeing drop passes, you know, quarterback makes a great, great throw guy doesn't catch it. You know, uh, guy runs the right route, quarterback throws the ball behind him, right? We're still seeing some of those things, even though we keep talking about fixing it and fixing it and fixing it. So at, at what point can you fix it or what point is it's just who they are? So thanks, guys. Go, go Pirates, and hopefully we can get a couple more wins to round out this Be well, folks. Thank you, Brian. Uh, good question, Jason. Yeah, I, I think I hate to tell you, Brian, but I think at this point, man, that's just who they are right now. With uh, only two games left in the season, I don't see that being fixable at this point. Uh, that's something that you work on during the off season and and all that good stuff with your preparation and and that's why it's, it's huge to know who the starting quarterback is, so those guys can build that type of trust and and understanding with each other because. A lot of times when the quarterback's throwing the ball, he's trusting that you're going to run a route because you hear it all the time being spoken by good quarterback coaches about throwing the receiver open. That means he's not open at the time that you release the ball, but you're anticipating him to, to run a route at a certain depth at a certain time. And uh, like you said, today that one ball that he threw that was dropped, I mean, it was it was pretty. It was perfect. And so um, it's probably just who we are right now, and we, we know that. And uh, but we found a way today to get a win. That that was the most important thing. How about 172 total yards for FAU today on the UB stat sheet? Man, uh, 21 rushing yards. Wow. And you know sacks get accounted for that. But and he mentioned the sacks and pinning your ears back. Once again, Jason, I feel like it was a lot of four man pressure. Right? They didn't send a lot of blitzes or anything at him. No, um, they didn't, but they did pick and choose some moments where uh-huh. they, they, they all out blitzed him a couple times to help get the ball out of his hand. I mean, but you're right. It's, it makes the day a lot better when you can get there with four guys. And so that is always the way you want to try to do it. All right, 317-1250. Edin is up in Myrtle Beach. What's up, Edin? Hey, guys. I'm sitting here with Johnny D. 
We're enjoying the Beach Music Festival, and we just want to call in and say congratulations to the Pirates winning. I'm not going to sit here and criticize the game. The win is the win, baby. There you go. Come on, guys. Tell Johnny D we said, come on, guys. Oh, hey, he he says he's going to get come on, guys, on the phone in just a second. But uh, (laughs) my parlay alive, we just need Duke to pull this one out. Win or lose, as long as they cover the spread. All right, we need a Duke cover for the parlay for uh, Eden. All right, I'm pulling for you, man. Clip, give it to me one time on three. All right. Come on, guys. You didn't count to three, count. dummy. That's right. I, we've been drinking. I forgot. <laughs> three. Come on, guys. Couldn't hear you count, but I heard the three. All right. Later, Johnny D. Thank you, guys. Good night. All right, Ed. Good luck with your parlay. Yep, they've been in the sauce today. Good night to be in it. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we ain't got no calls. Where are you at? Call in, baby. The Pirates win. The Pirates win, and the, the phone lines go silent. Is this typical on, like, what What if we're 8-2 and two right now? We wouldn't get any calls? No, nah, I think we'd, we'd get some more. I think at that point we'd be fired up. But we, uh, we do have 204 watching on YouTube. Only 55 likes, though, so get the likes up. Get the likes up. On Facebook, let's check the Facebook numbers. 87 on Facebook. Don't know how many likes there. Does it show me? We have a lot of likes on Facebook. So, uh, do have a lot of people tuning in, just not a lot of people calling. Uh, David asking, what was time of possession? I'm glad you asked. Uh, Jason loves that stat. (laughs) How about a difference of... Wait, that doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, 22 seconds, uh, just under 28 minutes for FAU, and just over 28 for East Carolina. So it's null and void. And does that math check out? I don't know. I can't see what you're looking at. 28 and 28? Yeah. That's basically 28 and 28. Yeah. 20 seconds. 20-something seconds. Yeah, but I'm saying, don't we need to get to 60 or? Well, I guess if you add up the seconds here, right? No, 28 and 28 is not 60. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Anyway, it's close. It's right there even. Uh, So... Maybe they cut out the last part of the game to say, "Hey, forget about it. Forget We're out of here." Uh, yeah, so it was uh, it was even uh, for the most part today on that stat. All right, we'll get one more call in before we take a timeout. Three one seven twelve fifty. If you want to join us here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show, seeing a lot of shout-outs to Andrew Conrad tonight. Five for five, man. Five for five. We so, have us a kicker now. Saw somebody say five field goals and five sacks. Was it only five? It seemed like we had way more than five sacks. Uh, I'll see if I can find we that were somewhere. A lot, uh, no doubt. In fact, did we do? The announcer said we did the Spider-Man meme. We they did. It was Is that? Yeah, pointing at each other because everybody's getting sacks. That was pretty cool. Not just five for five for Andrew Conrad, but five for five for forty yards and out. So he had every kick was from 40 yards or out. Not just that. He's 5'5 five, five with brown eyes. 5'5 five, five with brown eyes. <laughs> brown out <laughs> boy. 317-1250. Lynn is up in New York. Hello, Lynn. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, it's a great pirate win today. Uh, the, thing, the thing I do see with this football team is that, um, you know, guys, I think if we had a, a real functional quarterback, we would be a different team. Um, hello? What's up? Hi, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yep. Yep, you're on and clear. All right, now we got you on. Go ahead. Okay. I, I, great pirate win today. The problem, I think, with this football team is um, 
We just don't have a quarterback. I, I do think we have talent out there. I do think we can be just as good as anyone in this league. There's some questions about the coaching. Yeah. Okay. Uh, great win for the Pirates today. Um, Wait, is this a bit? What's happening? <laughs> You're talking. We're listening. Oh, okay. I I do think we have a great. Uh, it was a great win. All right. I we, think the problem is that. All right, cut this guy. I think he's doing a bit. I hope so. Because I was going to ask him, I was going to see if I could get him to start again, but he kept starting on his own. I think he was doing. I think he was joking. I don't know. Maybe I have. I'm giving him too much credit. Maybe he's actually trying to get a point across. Well, when you repeat yourself and yeah, start the I, call over for the fourth time, yeah. I, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> How many that. times did you want him to do that? No. I As the ho- the future host of this show, Chandler, I you got to know when to cut him. Yeah, that's true. You can't sit here for 20 minutes and this guy keeps saying, I, I, I think we got a good win, but we got a quarterback problem. I just would have been like, uh, you're on now. I know. Wait, I thought wait, about now. doing that, but he was doing it to us, I think. All right, let's take a he break. He gone. Let's call him back now. Thank you, Lynn. 317-1250. Let me know if you think we got a quarterback problem. All right, uh, we have open lines. 317-1250. More to go. Kaz was wondering if it was a great win or not. Damn, are y'all there? <laughs> Can y'all hear me? <laughs> yeah, we're here. All right, all right, all right. Here, here I go. More to go. U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, we got a few Pirates around here that never pick against the Pirates. One was Jason Nichols on the pregame. He called a Pirate win today. Yes, sir. Bryce Williams finally got a prediction right. He's picked the Pirates every week and every game since he's been with us on Pirate Radio. He gets a win. And another guy that always believes is Marcus Crandall, who was texting me during the game. Uh, text me after the basketball win said one down one to go when we were up 13 to 7 he said we got a chance I said we've been here before Marcus <laughs> he said we got this one and he just sent me painted purple so Marcus Crandall fired up tonight well, well, well you know one of our biggest I guess team statements here at East Carolina was what I believe yeah we believe and I uh believe. I got to be honest, my belief wavered a bit, Jason. <laughs> but uh, hey, I'm fired up tonight. I'm glad to be wrong about this one. Yeah. Pirates winning 22 to 7. All right, 317 1250. Let's go to David in Greenville. Hello, David. Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, really enjoying the show. Uh, it's fun to win, isn't it? Uh, Man, it's great. I, you know, I, I don't think this was a great win. I've heard other callers calling tonight and say this is a great win. I think this was a needed win. We needed to win this game. Uh, I'm still seeing things, you know, with the offense. Uh, we can't we can't punch it through into the end zone. You know, we, we just can't get through that. Uh, I did see receivers make some plays tonight. I did see some uh, plays where we stretched the field, which was nice. And hopefully this is something that we can build on. So let's win the last two games of the year, 
have a good recruiting. Let's hit it in the spring and uh, look forward to 2025. Go Pirates. Oh, All right. He wants to jump two years. <laughs> Next year, I guess, is another rebuilding year. I don't yeah, look know. To, look towards uh, 2025. Well, the last guy, I think, was going through a time warp. Maybe this guy's living in the future. <laughs> um, yeah, great to uh, to pick up the win tonight, David in Greenville. All right, 317-1250. Uh, Bryce in L.A. is up. What's up, Bryce? Hey guys, uh, you know, after these margaritas I've been having all day, I, I, I'm definitely uh, time traveling, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Time traveling yeah. back to 1991, because that's that kind of defense that showed up today. That was, uh, man, I, I, I'm just sit, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about, you know, how great those guys have been this season. And, and they're going to be, and I hate, I hope, I mean, they're not going to be forgotten by you, Cliff, because you know, you've got to remember like an elephant, but. You know, these guys, I, I hope that all their efforts, efforts aren't forgotten. You know, like, it, 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 they've been so good. and they, they, Today was a legendary performance by those guys. FAU has a decent offense. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, these guys on the internet, internet call them FA2. I don't know who does that. but um, <laughs> Yeah, that's some immature person, probably. <laughs> some very immature person. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was great to see that and, uh, and to have a great kicking game. You know, we, we, we have a kicker like that, you know, over the past few seasons, and we have, ten, you know, 10 wins and a few more bowl wins. So that was – it was nice, you know. And uh, I just hope that uh, Jenny didn't run up the uh, the tab too much on Pirate Radio down there in Florida. You know? Hey, she deserves it. She she killed it today. I'm going to give kudos to Jenny for her uh, content on our social media. Great videos. Uh, we had the Javius Bond Letting out on the Javius field Bond pregame. So. Yeah. Uh, Jenny deserves to drink a few tonight, Bryce. Not as many as you've had today, but <laughs> guys, it's, it's nice to call in with some positivity. Uh, you know, I love me some positive Cliff and uh, and Marcus and guys. I I appreciate y'all, and uh, let's keep this going and have some forward momentum. You know, let's let's do it and end, end with a smile and a great uh, end of the season. All right, y'all soon. Go Pirates. Good to hear from you, Bryce in LA three one seven twelve fifty. We have open lines on the. Uh, uh pirate radio live line and i always get a little nervous when somebody uses a name like hunk we go to hunk in Asheville. hello okay that's about what i figured yeah that's par for the course with a guy named hunk your name ain't hunk if you gotta call yourself hunk you probably ain't i hope somebody gave you that name hunk Three one seven twelve fifty. Joshua said clips uh, complained about lack of callers, then kicking callers off. <laughs> well, come on, you can't blame me for that last guy, last segment. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. If you want to jump in after a pirate win, uh, Navy on tap for East Carolina. We've got some Mike Houston audio to get to, some uh, some locker room audio to Chandler to get to. Uh, as they say on the social media, when we win, we sing. And they were singing the fight song tonight in that FAU locker room. So uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but we do have a couple of calls rolling in as Shirley is working the phones right now. We go to one of our regulars. The cowboy. Man, I know uh, old Rod was excited to see a pirate victory tonight. Rod's up in Wilmington. What's up, Rod? Uh, evening, gentlemen. Great to win tonight. Uh, it was... Uh... It was uh, something good to see for change, but uh, <clears throat> what we saw today was, uh, from my standpoint, was a was a defensive pass rush duel that uh, you know we 
uh, we shut them down, but we 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 got enough offense to get a get a hot-handed kicker in there and, and and get some points on the board, and that was the difference in the game. The kicking game came through for us, but uh, <clears throat> at uh, you know I think I still think that's the key to the ball game is that putting the pressure on those quarterbacks and uh, you know uh, two weeks ago. Well, UCLA in the uh, Colorado game, they just uh, they swarmed all over them and shut them down, and and that's uh, that's the key to it. Yes, sir, Rod. Good to see you, uh, man. Them guys were flying around tonight, and just uh, if they if they kept that game going another quarter or two, how many points does FAU score? I don't think our defense was allowing it tonight. Just not tonight, not tonight, boys. Yeah, they were they were stellar. Sure. All right, Rod. Anything else, man? Yeah, I'm just uh, glad to get that win, and um, you know, hope we can we can uh, continue to improve and get our uh, young players uh, coming along and come on next year and have a good year. All right, thank you, Rod. Yeah, I, I will kind of look at the participation uh, from tonight's game. See what young players. Um, played and got snaps and got run uh raheem jeter did not which we kind of figured yeah and and talked about pregame uh but it is an opportunity now these final few games to get some younger guys in uh but great to get the dub tonight all right we go next to charlie in pittsburgh hello charlie what's up charlie hey hey cliff appreciate you taking my call um it's a uh, nice to call after a win it was not a pretty win um i I don't like having I don't like having to kick five field goals to win a game, but um, it's nice to get a win nonetheless. And really, and you know, other callers have mentioned this. Um, you know, it, it just it, it makes me happy that the, the kids have not quit on the season. Uh, they still seem to be playing uh, well for the coach, and you know, it's it's been a tough year, but uh, to see them come out today and fight hard, and really the defense, just especially towards the end of the game, just flying around and putting hats on the ball, and that's exciting. And it. it it's good to see. It's also it kind of hurts your feelings a little bit thinking how much different our season could have been uh, had we been able to scrape up a little more offensive production. Uh, because really, I mean, I know we're beating a dead horse, but gosh, the defense has been keeping us in these ball games. Um, but it's good to get a win today. And you know, we've we've it, they're not going to be easy, but we've got two games coming up that are winnable. And um, I think that if if we you know could somehow win out. Um, Despite it being a four and eight season, um, I think that it would it would certainly leave a little different taste in the uh, in the mouths of, of Pirate Nation. So anyway, it was good to see the boys play hard today, and uh, good to get a W. And um, I'm on my way back to Pittsburgh right now from Norfolk, uh, visiting my my grandmother Mary Lou Spivey, who's uh, in the hospital up there. And uh, if anybody out there is praying, folks, we could uh, we could use some prayers right now. She's not doing too good but we're uh we're hanging in there and uh so if you, you got a spare prayer we could use it there and uh anyway i appreciate it thank y'all for taking my call go pirates all right charlie yes sir well uh keep uh miss mary lou in the prayers tonight uh charlie and pittsburgh and as much as we were happy and uh celebrating jason watching that game you did say a couple times man we could be looking at a eight win team right now instead of an eight loss team if you could do something on that offensive side of the ball yeah i mean that's that's the feeling you know when you watch how well we played defensively and and um 
you know, and the good thing was is that, you know, uh, we just seemed to hear down the stretch a little bit, find a little bit more of an identity as far as, like, early on in the season. We just couldn't do anything right on the offensive side. So it was putting a lot of stress on the defense. And uh, here lately, at least they, they've been able to go out and get a lead, which allows the defense to p- play a little bit more freely. And the good thing about it today we were able to build upon it with those field goals. I know people say, like, you know, we wish we didn't have to kick 15 field goals or it was an ugly win. I would have taken, you know, eight more ugly wins no than doubt. pretty losses. And so uh, it's always better to win. You find a way to win, it, it, it makes everything seem better. A team uh, in a much different circumstance than we are right now uh, that we saw last week, Tulane. I said they they won by two against pitiful Tulsa today. You think they care that it was ugly? <laughs> All they got to do is win, and uh, they might get back to a big-time bowl game for the second straight year. So uh, win is a win right now. And uh, you look at it now, and it's amazing what a win can do, but these next two seem uh, like a lot more winnable than they did you know, at noon today. Well, and, and listen to what a couple of callers have said. If we can win out now, they got hope that we can – went out yeah that's right you know, at least we got that because i know the last few weeks we it, it was one and eleven everybody called in we're gonna go one and eleven hey we got two on the board now let's get some more uh you want to take a break shirley or run through let's take a break all right joshua lucas and spencer i want y'all to show some pirate patience and be on when we come back from this break on the u.s sailor fifth quarter call-in show Going to enjoy some more wings over Greenville. 758 Wing, they'll deliver right to your door. Open for lunch now. Uh, 758 Wing, and you can get the best wings in town from Wings over Greenville. Back with you on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. Uh, right now, uh, Cincinnati has a 14-7 lead in the second quarter over Houston. Marshall and Georgia Southern are tied at 17 apiece in the second quarter. It is Georgia 27, Ole Miss 14. Uh, West Virginia trailing Oklahoma 31-7 with about six and a half minutes to go in the first half. It is Florida and LSU tied at seven apiece. Ohio State leads Michigan State 21-0. Texas A&M leads Mississippi State 14-7. UTSA has kicked a field goal. They lead Rice 3-0. TCU uh, is trailing Texas 7-6 in the uh, second quarter, and Duke is trailing North Carolina 7-0. And in the Canadian Football League, the Montreal Alouettes upset the favored Toronto Argonauts in the playoffs, and one Tyler Sneed only had three catches for 31 yards, but he made it count because uh, the touchdown reception he had put Montreal up for good. They win it 38-17. to 17. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall School Board brought to you by the Buck. 
Uh, they have all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville along with 18 TV so you don't miss any of the action. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at the Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame Collins show. Here's Clip Braun. All right, I got the need for Sneed. Touchdown, Tyler Sneed. Good to hear that he is doing well. We are celebrating a Pirate football victory tonight and an ECU basketball victory earlier today. Great day to be a Pirate. All right, I got Jason Nichols here. Chan has moved over to the video production seat. Shirley Rhodes uh, answering the phones, 317-1250. Rocking and rolling here. We got one line open. We got Joshua and Lucas hanging on. Let's go to Spencer in Washington. Hey, Spencer. Hey, how are y'all doing? I just want to say that the past couple of weeks, a lot has been talked about the NIL deals. I just want to say the biggest NIL deal today was definitely the referees in the basketball game because Campbell must have paid them a lot of money. That was horrendous. Um, good win today. Good Pirates. All right, Spencer complaining about the officiating. Uh, channel. you were there. I watched it on TV. East Carolina was up. 25 whatever at some point and uh got a little ticky tack down the stretch it felt like maybe in campbell's favor yeah uh especially in that second half there was some questionable calls and uh the the crowd there in Minji's. what a great crowd uh today on hand in in Minji's coliseum and they were not happy with those calls and it kind of allowed uh campbell to kind of scratch back and try to make it a game but the pirates defensively did really well today and uh yeah there was definitely some questionable calls there down the stretch of that basketball game today but the pirates were able to pull it out and now they're two and on the season my dad didn't cuss at the refs did he i don't think so not like you did yeah he's not a big cusser at the refs. sometimes i uh, he didn't tell them that they were terrible <laughs> the other night and it was uh Ferrum, so i want that into it but I said, man, Chandler, I hadn't cussed at a referee in a long time. It has but, been a while. But sitting in that basketball, in that seat, in that arena, it brought back some memories. And, and it's going to happen again this year. If you were there today, you would have definitely had some <laughs> I would have lost it. Uh, I tell you what, so the line was 13 and a half. Pirates win by 14. Cover. Maybe need to investigate something. They got it real <laughs> close to that spread. Uh-huh. All right, we go to Lucas in Wilmington. Hey, Lucas. Now, I'm glad I got the window and all. But I think Mike Houston is a fat, smelly con man. I'd rather be in a, stuck in a basement of Jeffrey Epstein than have to endure two more seasons of him. You waited on to say that joke. Yeah, I did. Well, I guess I appreciate your patience. You're welcome. What What's the deal? I mean, like, we won, right? So yeah. I guess he's not a Houston guy. I got you. All right. Thank you, Lucas. 317-1250. We go to Joshua in the Bahamas. Hello, Joshua. How you doing tonight, guys? Good. You sound like a robot. Um, well, Stephen might be able to spot you. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to call in and say how much I appreciate it. to the athlete that stepped foot out there today. Because they had every reason to step foot out there and not say they could win. But they did. Yeah. Half a pirate nation thought they weren't going to win. So I appreciate each and every one of them going out there and doing what they're done For sure. You just wanted to let that be. 
All right. It sounds like a ransom call, it's, but I believe his call is uh, appreciating the student athletes on the field today. Yeah. So he had a good call. We just it was tough to hear you there. Uh, who was that? Joshua. Yeah. Not only in those Bahamas uh, phone lines might be a little messed up. Not only is he in the Bahamas, but he's in the waters <laughs> of the Bahamas. <laughs> like he's underwater in the Bahamas. In his scuba gear. <laughs> Uh, all right, Joshua, appreciate the call. And Sorry we couldn't hear you that well. But a very good sentiment. And, and yeah, like I said, man, I feel good for these guys. It, it ain't real fun to talk to the coaches and the players every week after losses. And I'm excited to go out there on Tuesday and Wednesday. And, and it, it feels a little bit better. Everybody will be in a little bit better mood. I'm really excited to talk to the players uh, on Tuesday and uh, get their thoughts on this win. And just it was good to see some smiles. So, yeah, I'm with you, Joshua. Shirley, can we pull up uh, some of the Mike Houston audio? Oh, she is on the phone. Uh, we'll do that coming up later on in the show. Um, Jeff, I was going to say this on the air, but I'll just type it into YouTube. Why do you keep talking about campbell all right fair enough uh oh no hunk is back oh you ready for hunk I, I knew he was calling back when y'all hung up on him hunk it he hung up on us what are you talking about <laughs> all right uh, signal faded he's up in the mountains in Asheville. hunk hey hey i just want trip weaver to know he is awesome <laughs> okay that defense, hey that defense that defense stood stingy today Yes, sir. And, I, and, and if you notice, you only hear from me when we win. I ain't he called in. Oh, okay. All right. Hunt calls in early in after a pirate dub. Uh, you called in earlier. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was Gardner Webb. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Gardner Webb. It was Gardner Webb. All right. It was Gardner Webb. Go Pirates. We finna, we finna clean it up. We got. We, we gonna roll next season. We gonna roll next season, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Good, de- good defense today. They, they proved tough. They've been tough all year. I ain't got nothing to say about nothing else. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Hunk. All right. You know what? I'm a, I'm a team Hunk. He sounds like a guy named Hunk. He sold me. <laughs> I bet he's uh, I bet he's got some guns on him. I ain't going to mess with him. I ain't messing with Hunk. <laughs> Hunk, uh, we, that's the second or third guy, Jason, that only calls in like after victories. I guess we've got our only call in after losses people, our only call in after wins people, and then the people that call regardless. So everybody's kind of in their own lane. All right. Their own classification. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shirley, well, let's take a break. And when we come back, can we get some uh, Houston audio? We'll have what he had to say after the game. And also, you'll hear the locker room celebration as the Pirates knock off FAU 22 to 7. Chandler said, if you'd have told me five years ago that ECU just beat Tom Herman, <laughs> he said he'd be confused. What school is he at? What conference are we in? Where's he at what and what on? happened in the game? <laughs> yeah. uh, but they get a win tonight over the former Texas head coach. We'll take a timeout, come back, and have more of your calls. 317-1250. More to go after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, 317-1250. Georgia maybe starting to pull away up two touchdowns. They did just get called for a holding call. It's going to push them back. But 
Uh, they could maybe deliver the knockout blow here. 49 seconds left to go in the first half. They're up 28 to 14 over Ole Miss. All right, uh, 317-1250. Jason Nichols here. Shirley Rhodes taking your calls. Chandler Honeycutt. We'll hear from Mike Houston, his comments in a moment. But right now, we go back to the Pirate Radio Live line, and Johnny is hanging on in Charleston. What's up, Johnny? Yo, what's up, brother? Hey, Chandler Honeycutt. Man, I met you down in Boone, Boone Saloon. Someone just tried to shoot up that place, by the way. But anyway, do you remember me? (laughs) Yes, I do. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, what's up, brother? Hey, do you remember, like, dude, did you guys see the... Ah, I can't do that. Chandler, are these the kind of people you associate with? They shoot up the bars? They shoot up bars? They cuss on the radio? Man. Hey, Chandler. Hey, Chandler. I should have said I don't remember you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, some people come on here. Is he turned all the way down? He's all the way down. Some people come on here and they do it just to cuss. That was one where he was just talking normal yeah. conversation. Like I, I feel like if we gave him a second chance, he might could come through. Wait, but did he cuss? Yeah. Oh, he dropped the, the f bomb. Oh, we we got him. Off. You gotta be kidding me! Can't y'all people act like you got some doggone sense? No, control that tongue, Shirley. I uh, should have said. I should have reminded him I that mean, he's this on is the air. Ridiculous. All right, we go to Columbus, Ohio. And Steve is on the line. Steve Wood, the father of Julius Wood. Hello, Steve. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are things going? Going good tonight. I got a dove. <laughs> I know. I like it. I like it. The line looks good. I like Lampley. I like Lampley. Yes. He looks real good. That line looks strong tonight. So, I mean, you know, we just got to stay the course, man. You know, it ain't the way we wanted it. But, you know, hey, you know, we keep playing. We, you know, get better. Play by play. Well, Julius has been playing hard this year, so I know you're proud of that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's what I expect. I mean, he's been playing that way since he's five years old in Little League, so if he wasn't, I, I, that's when I'd have a problem. <laughs> no doubt. And, Steve, uh, I give the guys credit. We even said it last week when the losing streak continued that they still seem bought in. They're still playing their tails off. And talked about that with Gerald Green this week, uh, with Deontay last week. Everybody's still got that fire in them. And, and that's got to be tough to do when you got a one-win team. But they stuck with it, and uh, they earned it out there tonight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we just got to say, of course, man, keep rooting for them. You know, they got the number one recruiting class for the uh, American for next year. So, you know, hey, hey, we make make some changes and in the off season and, and bring in the best players we can and, and, and make them compete for the spot. I don't care what position they need. Yes, sir. All right, so, Steve. I, I, I watch you all the time, man. I just wanted to call you up today. See if I got through, I got through. So I'm happy. I'm smiling like big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're smiling tonight, too. Thank you, man. No doubt. Appreciate the call. No problem, all right. Have a good night. There's Steve Wood, uh, father of Julius. We... Who else has called in in the past? I guess uh, Mr. Winstead used to call in before he came on YouTube, right? Did he call in? I believe he did. Uh, maybe. I can't remember. But we've had some other uh, family members of play. We had the uh, long snappers. 
I believe uh, yeah, mom called in earlier. Mom okay. earlier this, this year. So it, it is a family show. That's why we can't have Chandler's friends up here cussing. Uh, Chandler? You gonna Chandler? It's not my friend. <laughs> to be honest with you, I made him feel good by saying, yeah, I do remember you when I actually do not remember him at all. And then he d- goes and does that. I should have just said, I don't remember you. Friendship over. You should say, refresh my memory. <laughs> He's the guy that was cussing all night. You don't remember? <laughs> and when he says they shot up the saloon, he said, no, I don't remember you. I don't remember that <laughs> Yeah, really? You don't need to associate with that guy all right shirley can we hear what mike houston had to say uh following the game do we have some houston cuts we can get to uh you want to set it up or uh do you know what we got here this is uh the post game audio okay. that uh from Bar- uh, brian bailey down at boca Raton. all right here we go what's just your reaction to the big win we're gonna try this more often <laughs> uh what, what a great win uh great win win for those kids in the locker room i'm telling you it's Everybody's not there every day at practice. They don't see how much these kids have continued to invest, how they continue to fight and, and work each day and be ready to play every Saturday. And they they deserve that tonight. And it's just a, an incredible feeling in that locker room right now for them. And uh, just so, so happy for them. You know, we had a huge contingency of Pirate Nation here tonight in the, in the corner end zone uh, of the stadium. Uh, and it was, you know, they were loud in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was incredible. After the game, then there with our player. Our players went down to him after the game, and you know, a great celebration. And I mean, it's it, you, you'd think you were back at home. And it, so I just really appreciate the fans that made the trip down here to uh, to support the support the uh, the student athletes and um, and just you know, I just I'm so proud of the way they battled all night. All right, Mike Houston, a happy man, and uh, let's make this a habit. All right, let's make, let's turn one into two. No doubt. Keep it going. All right, let's go back to L.A. and talk to Logan, who is hanging on the Pirate Radio Live line. What's up, Logan? Good evening, gentlemen. Congratulations on the win. Um, quick comment. Really happy for the defense, obviously, the whole team. But I saw Julius Wood at Michigan, and his name got called on the loudspeaker like five plays in a row. And to watch him just continue to be a badass, this is really amazing. So shout out to him and his family, the whole defense as a whole. But good job, Wood. Keep playing. Yeah, uh, got his hands on the football. He has been a playmaker for this defense. And also, Coach Houston has talked about how he's had to really step up in the absence of Wilk and others and play different positions, do different things. So uh, you want a guy on your team like that, right, Jason? No doubt. I mean, he, he you can tell by the way he played. His dad said it. He's been playing that way since he was five. <laughs> You kind of see it. I mean, he plays with a certain passion that you got to play football with and, and definitely to be successful. And um, he has really stepped up and been a, a positive uh, person on that side of the ball for the Pirates this year. Logan, uh, you got anything else? I reckon not. Chandler, you got something? Uh, yeah, Justin and Jessica on YouTube uh, commented, can we get a shout-out to the drivers that carry the equipment up and down the highway? Uh, to uh, to away games, so I thought we'd give a shout out to those guys that travel long hours. Shout out to the drivers, yes sir. The true backbone of the football program is what Justin and Jessica Man. said. Hey, without them, you can't play. We don't have you equipment. Play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ain't no game. No game. Uh, David says, "Has Kyle from Lagrange called yet?" He has not. David, we won. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, Kyle? We won. 
uh i guess put out the cow signal in the air in the grange can he we might get... call Kyle, if he hears man give us a shout yeah let's see what you got to say tonight all right let's take a break when we return we'll hear the post-game celebration in the locker room uh look over the ube stat sheet we got our brown and wood drive the game and more of your calls we got open lines gang we want to talk to you after a win i don't want to talk to you after a loss no and you bad. call in and bother me for four hours i want to talk to you tonight where are you Come on, Pirate Nation. B.P. says, Chandler, it's pound cake time, baby. <laughs> B.P., we've been hearing from you Come after on, losses. Where are you at? Where are you at, B.P.? Is your phone broke? Did you lose your phone? 317-1250. More to go after this. Brown liquor. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right. While we await for your calls, 317-1250. Shirley, can we hear the postgame locker room celebration after the Pirates' victory? We are enjoying some wings over Greenville to celebrate our victory uh, here tonight. And the Pirates were in the locker room, and uh, they were happy and ready to sing, led by the kicker, Andrew Conrad. Our field goal kicker was five for five. That's fun. That <laughs> is fun. Winning is fun, right, Jason? Man, winning you've been is, in those locker rooms, haven't winning you? Winning is everything, brother. Because you, we really don't think about it. We we look at the result and everything, but how many hours goes into it, and and all the frustrations, and uh, I don't know. Y'all don't get a lot of time to celebrate because you got to go right back to work. It's hell. It's Navy week. Uh, you know the defensive coaches ain't getting ain't celebrating much because no. they got to get ready for the option. But uh, at least for a few hours tonight, hopefully they can enjoy it. Yeah, on that plane ride back, they'll have a great time, and then you know they'll get home probably pretty late here tonight. So it won't be much to much time tonight to celebrate. But um, they'll wake up tomorrow and they'll turn the page, and you know all their focus after they put this to bed, you know through meetings and, and a little practice on the field. However they do it, um, they'll put it to bed here tomorrow evening at some point, and then they'll turn the page and start looking into uh, Navy. And that and, and they've been practicing Navy at, at a certain point, I'm sure, in the open week maybe a little bit. Uh, preseason, you'll do a little bit of Navy, uh, just to sprinkling it in there so when this week hits, you're ready for it. All right, East Carolina tonight. I'm looking at their drives. They had... An 11-play, 37-yard drive. It's kind of difficult to do. Uh, they had a 9-play, 45-yard drive. 8-play, 54, 4-play, 3 yards. 4-play, 5 yards. Those uh, ended in Conrad field goals. Uh, the touchdown drive was 3 plays, 27 yards. Gerald Green starting to have a nose for the end zone. Back-to-back weeks. Uh, touchdowns for Gerald Green. 
I guess we got to go. Uh, we got to give him that one, right? Uh, the drive of the game brought to you by Brown and Wood. No doubt. I mean, did a great job. Made the safety miss, which is that's your job as a back. No, there's nobody blocking that safety but you. You got to bring your own block on that one. Did a great job with that. Pirates had a lot of guys running the football tonight as we look at the UBE stat sheet. Gerald Green, 15 for 33 and a touchdown. Rajay, 11 for 17 tough yards. Alex Flynn had 16 rushing yards. Camara got cranked up. Uh, but just two for seven. Marlon Gunn had a carry for six yards. Javius Bond had a carry for two yards. Bond also had a nine-yard catch. And uh, Gerald Green had an 11-yard catch. So, again, we see a lot of guys in and out uh, of this running back room. Uh, you coached RBs, Jason. They are they are getting them in and out of there. I tell you what, man, to get that many guys in the game, that's, that's tough. You have to definitely have a true game plan of – getting guys in and out because god that that's a lot of bodies but great job i mean you know i'm sure all those guys deserve that opportunity to get out there and show what they've done throughout the week and they've been able to do it another uh, note on that ub stat sheet we talked about this a lot during the week chandler the amount of plays uh ecu ran 68 today yeah better than the 41 from last 27 week. more than last week <laughs> yeah i'll wow. take that uh it looks like the pirates is it's going to be a delay getting back to greenville tonight i'm getting word from a source saying that the buses broke down in boca oh my god didn't they uh, have a bus breakdown not too long last week right in san antonio or a couple weeks ago i think i did hear that the the buses broke down the way to the airport so uh yeah but just got word from a uh from a reliable source saying that the buses broke down so yeah two weeks uh, ago. it looks like it, it looks like there won't be that much celebration because it looks like they will well, be getting in late at least they won well you imagine being stuck on a bus after a loss <laughs> i mean shoot everything's better <laughs> that that meal after the game tastes a little bit better Shoot, they can they they'll watch this TV tonight if they're on a bus that has you know those satellite TVs these days. Uh, Jansen's ready to get Conrad an NIL deal with a local business. Pay the man. We got to get that kicker paid, baby. Sweet feet. Don't we have a feet? Do <coughs> we fleet feet, baby? We need, we need a fleet feet. There right you here. go. He's hard to hook him up. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. Let's take a break. We got lines open. Get in now. Where's my voice go? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Three one seven twelve fifty. We'll be back with more on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show on a Saturday night and a Pirate victory. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right. A couple of games have uh, finished up. Oregon State uh, beat up on Stanford. 62-17 was that final. Cincinnati leads Houston 14-7 in the third quarter. At the half, Marshall is trailing Georgia Southern 22-17. Georgia cruising over Ole Miss at the half 28-14. It is Oklahoma 31, West Virginia 14 at the half. LSU leads Florida 17-7 in the second quarter. It's Ohio State 28, Michigan State 3 in the second quarter. Texas A&M has a 20-10 lead over Mississippi State. UTSA and Rice are uh, deadlocked at a 3-0 score in the second quarter. Duke trailing North Carolina 13-0 in the second quarter. It is Texas 13, TCU 6 in the second. 
And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by The Buck. They have all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at The Buck with the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs so you don't miss a game. They'll have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at The Buck. Now let's head back in to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right, I uh, watched about a half of football at the Buck last Sunday for the first time and uh, enjoyed myself. Had a good time with Chan. I apologize for <laughs> the team that you had to watch. Yeah, I tried to root for Chan's Panthers and be a good friend, and uh, that was a tough experience for you me. Tried, you tried to return the favor because I've done it with yeah. the Commanders this sure. year. And, I appreciate uh, it. I'm sorry. I just I'm sorry that we couldn't deliver ironically oh no y'all lost to the uh the colts you were hanging out with me when we got spanked by the bears yeah and then y'all just got spanked by the bears yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it happens hey the pirates won today that's what i'm talking about there you go uh 317-1250 if you want to jump in and talk about the game so uh coming up next it is a uh visit with the midshipmen and that has been a nightmare for east carolina I will say Blake Harrell, since being here, has done a good job against that option. Last year, our offense couldn't do enough. And remember, we had the ball driving late, and Holden Aylers was intercepted, and that's what put us into overtime, right? Right. And then we had missed uh, field goal in OT that would have tied it. Tied it. Yeah, and sent it to it was a like, double overtime. Yeah, 16-13, to 13, I think, was that score. So, yeah. Missed opportunities in that game last year. Defense was fine, just didn't get enough offense against the Navy defense. So, I mean, in just a year removed, I mean, Owen Daffer misses the kick to tie it. And a year before, he made a 56-yarder to win it. So, uh, just a tale of two seasons right there for the Pirates. And hopefully we can go – and and uh, get a, the second straight win in Annapolis next week. So East Carolina has won in Navy twice <coughs> and never beat them here. Right. That is accurate, correct? We had the Dominique Davis record-breaking game. He, he completed his first 25 or 26 complete uh, passes. And then the other win in Navy was when, Chandler? when owen daffer kicked that 56 yarder oh okay you just said it. yes yeah <laughs> uh so yeah those are the two wins against navy in ecu's history kind of crazy to think about they have uh had the pirates number and rolled up some really big numbers against the pirates so uh how about from an offensive standpoint jason i've talked to uh my buddy philip henry uh who played here years ago and some other players and he talks about how stiff you can get on the sidelines watching their offense chew up 9, 10, 12-minute drives and how you got to kind of stay loose, stay into the game. How can their offense affect your offense if you're not careful? Well, one of the things I remember when I played here, we played Army when they were back in Conference USA with us, and they stressed us it's important that every time that we touch the ball, we need to score because they're going to go and possess the ball for long periods of time. And your possessions, typically back then, you were looking to get maybe 12 to 14 possessions in a ball game. You're going to cut that down to probably about seven possessions in a game. So it cuts it in half because of the time that they were eating. So 
And now with the new rules, that could be even, even less. Yeah. Even less. So, you know, you got to make sure that you're – there can't be a lot of three and outs or you won't score because uh, they can go and sit on that ball and it will paper cut you to death if if you, uh, you know, um, even when you know how to defend it, it's, it's tough to defend it because they're, they're, they're reacting to what you're doing. And so it is a very uh, frustrating day sometimes with those guys. you got to put them behind on first down. If you don't knock them back on first down and it becomes second and six and third and three, I mean, you're living in their wheelhouse because they're going to go for it on fourth down. Uh, they made the move. I thought Kenny Amatololo would be there forever. Uh, you know, I don't know what the inner workings uh, are up there in Annapolis, so I was pretty surprised to see him go. And uh, Newberry, who uh, I know that name because his defense really stymied East Carolina last year, uh, the head coach now. They've kind of scraped together some wins here. They're four and five, so they got uh, still a lot on the line these last couple games. They got the Army game, which they want to win more than anything. Uh, but they are two wins away from bowl eligibility, and they have a date at SMU. So right now, if you're Navy, you're saying uh, East Carolina's got to be that win if we want to go to a bowl. So once again, we'll be playing the role of spoiler. Well, the thing is that you, yeah, they got to win the East Carolina game if they got any shot because about time they play that Army game, we learned this last year, bowl selection is already taking place. <laughs> so we we missed the bowl game like we were six and six but we didn't get bowl eligible until we beat navy um huh. the week after so yeah. didn't think about that yeah you gotta you gotta be um willing and dealing you gotta yeah. get that one uh and and maybe they'll let you in with a five win you know because they i'm sure they in good academic standings there at naval academy right let me ask you this how is the army navy game on the sidelines we Ooh. watch it on tv but like on the sidelines what's it like it was the most impressive thing i've been around and i've been in a lot of you know stadiums and seen some things that was that that's a game i would tell you you got to go experience because before you ever pull up even as a player like when we pulled into the stadium it was so everybody was already in the seats. You know, they all the cadets come out and they they march and on both sides and the stadium was full. And I'm talking, you name it, Secretary of State. It's a lot of high dignitaries at that game. And Chant, you going for the first time? What the Army Navy? No, oh, you're to Navy itself to Annapolis. Yeah, I'm going for the first time. Yeah, yes. so you'll you, yeah, you're right. You won't experience Army Navy, but you will experience Annapolis and a game day there for the first time. Yes, and I'm very excited about that. So, well, um, you say you want to go to West Point. That's a unique experience too, because pregame, how we have those, we had those parachute jumpers last week. Yeah. That's every weekend. They come out and, and land on the field, and they yeah. bring these helicopters over the stadium, and they and they have nose down and point at you and fly on away. Oh, man. It, it was big time, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to going to West Point because they will be an opponent for the Pirates in the, uh, in the future as they will uh, join the American. Yeah, so they did an interview with uh, Munkin during halftime today, I want to say. Oh, really? uh, kind of an introductory into the AAC. So... Uh, yeah, Army will be on the slate. All right, let's take a uh, final break, Shirley. All right, last call for your calls, 317-1250. We got a fake punt, and he's going to get there and get more. Beautifully designed. <laughs> was that like an option punt? That was an option punt. If they did not oh, secure, oh, my God. Lane's cussing. Call. We got a flag. Yes, that was. he was going to punt it. 
but nobody was there to pull the punter up, so he kept running. That's why you got to come off the edge and, and make sure you see him kick it. They didn't do it, so they kept running. Kind of like Luke Larson back in 2020 against SMU. Yeah, we've uh, we've seen it. So Lane, okay, they're clapping. I think they're going to get the first down. I think he's okay. All right, 317-1250, last call for your calls. More to go after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, Pirates, seven and a half point dogs going to FAU today, and they come out with an upset win over the Owls for their first FBS win, conference win, and road win of 2023. Still two games left. Damn, I wish it was like week four or five. But we're about to get there at the end, and no bowl for the Pirates this year. But uh, a night like tonight fires you up. You got to see the smiles. You got to see the celebrations. Boy, the defense just flying around, having a good time. And it was uh, it was nice to see. Uh, Teach on YouTube says, nice to leave Boca for the second year in a row with a victory. Who did we beat there last year? The, uh, South, South Florida. Florida. Uh, a game uh, moved due to weather. Yeah, yes. hurricane. Hurricane. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we've had some success in that stadium. Good to see. All right, um, if you want to get in, you need to do so now. 317-1250 on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Make sure you visit one of EC graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Sailor stores and experience the highest standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville in front of Lowe's Home Improvement on Memorial Drive in Greenville next to Walmart on 10th Street in Greenville and the U.S. Sailor store in the Greenville Mall behind the Chick-fil-A. And we will be with you next week a little earlier. I've been wanting that nooner, and we got that noon kickoff. So we'll be with you 8 a.m. on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Jason, you going to roll in around 9? I'll roll in at 9. 9, and then we'll have an afternoon edition of the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, recapping ECU and Navy. Jason, your final thoughts on the Pirates getting a win tonight. Man, it was great to see those guys continue to play the way they've played. They've, they've played with a lot of heart out there. Um, especially, you know, I, I keep saying the defensive side, but obviously on the offense too. They, those guys are playing as hard as they can. Um, so it, it was good not to see, you know, these guys have not quit. And that's that's the positive thing, that they have played hard. So they they are bought in to whatever they are doing over there at the facility. And, and, uh, and it paid off for them, man. So I'm glad that they got a win. They found a way to get a win. And, uh, and it was good, man. They got it on the road and, and so uh, I know that'll help, you know, give them a, a shot of confidence going into next week. Although it'll be a totally different opponent, but uh, it was a great win for the Pirates and uh, it gives us a shot in the arm. You know? No doubt. All right, three one seven twelve fifty. Who's got the last word tonight? It's going to be David in Vanceboro. Uh, David, you are on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. Hello. Hey, this is a question for uh, Jason. Isn't he from Norcross, Georgia? I am. How'd you know all that? Okay, well, I remember you when you played back in the 90s. Okay. I was on a Carnival cruise ship a few years ago. Okay. And I saw a guy wearing a Norcross High School t-shirt. Okay. And I asked him, did he know you? And he said, yes, he did. Wow. And uh, <laughs> he was an assistant coach, assistant coach there. Okay. His name was Jatavis Sanders. Gotcha. I don't know Jatavius, but 
Well, he said he also played at NC State as a backup, and he transferred to East Tennessee State. Oh, okay. And then he played in the Canadian Football League, and he played in, also played in the Canadian Football League with Marcus Crandall. Gotcha. Wow. A lot of connections there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, good. Well, I'm, did you enjoy the cruise? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Would you recommend one to me? Oh, yeah, it was fun. It was from Charleston, South Carolina to the Bahamas. It's pretty good. I'm all about I need to get to the Bahamas. Yeah, I figured you might have known him, but I'm wondering you did. <laughs> no, I, I don't know him personally, uh, but I do know the head coach there at Norcross. He was one, he was my um, – Defensive coach when I was at uh, Meadow Creek High School because we're both we're we're four miles five miles apart there in Norcross so they were our rivals so um, but I do know the head coach Coach Maloof him and his brothers are, were legendary coaches there in the state of Georgia. Okay, uh, all right, well I really like listening to your insight on the game and everything you and Marcus and also I like listen to Kevin Monroe a lot so it was nice to get a win tonight. <laughs> nah, Dave, yes, sir. It was big time, buddy. Okay, we all keep doing a good job, and y'all have a good night. You do the same, David. Thank you, man. All right, a little six degrees of separation with Crandall and and, uh, Nichols and everybody. And uh, I'll echo David and say I enjoy uh, getting the insight from Jason, Marcus, and Camo when we talked to him Thursdays on Pirate Radio Live. Uh, Great to have the former Pirates. A, your your former players, you you know what you're you're talking about, looking at, but B, you, you got the pirate in you too, yeah. and uh, makes it even more special. So, uh, Jason, I, I try to tell you as much as I can. We appreciate you, and uh, thank you for joining us today. Man, I appreciate you guys having me, Clip. And uh, hey, we'll feed you some good food, so you'll, you'll at least have that. that. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm I'm definitely gonna have to get back on the treadmill <laughs> or elliptical when all this is done because. Mm. tiebreakers and wings over feeding us right here on game day saturday we appreciate bram anderson and ryan uh also with wings over another georgia touchdown they go up 34 to 14 and that's about all she wrote uh between the hedges tonight yeah that's 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 ball game shirley Rhodes, good job chon pre-game minji's post-game i'm gonna give you the rest of the night off buddy <laughs> Thank you so much. You got I appreciate it. it. <laughs> Go enjoy it. Uh, thanks to Joey, Big Dog. Huge shout out to Jenny and the work she did today down in Boca Raton. Thank you all for calling in, tuning in, joining us on the chat, and uh, being a part here of what we do at Pirate Radio. You know what we do. We'll be with you next week, 8 a.m., bright and early on the Bud Light pregame tailgate for ECU Navy and after the game, the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Pirates win it tonight, 22-7. Have a great Sunday, Victory Sunday, Victory Monday. Everybody be smiling tomorrow. It'll be a good rest of your weekend. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the folks here. We'll talk to you next week on the Bud Light pregame tailgate and U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Go Pirates. You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.